All right, how's it going, everyone? Thank you for joining me on a new episode of Best and Worst Track of the Week on the Music Career Podcast for the week of April 17th. My name's Josh, and yeah, thanks for joining me. And uh, yeah, this is uh, a weekly segment, if you're new, that I do on this podcast where I take all new entries onto the Billboard Hot 100 and uh, give them all a letter grade and uh, take one that's the worst and take one that's the best. That's all it is. But anyways... Yeah, cool week this week. Uh, A lot of uh, new interesting artists and just overall pretty diverse. It's one of those weeks where I think there's, you know, a mixed bag of uh, a lot of quality and then some not so much. But uh, it was it was worthwhile, I think, compared to other weeks. Some of the artists like Taylor Swift, Duncan Lawrence, a newer one, uh, BTS. Uh, Roddy Rich is in here. So is Demi Lovato, Ariana Grande, uh, Lil TJ uh olivia rodrigo so yeah if any of those artists interest you go ahead and stick around for the rest of this episode i'll be covering some tracks from them but yeah just before we get started i just want to let everyone know there is a new episode of uh, an album review uh just in case you didn't catch it or if you didn't catch last week's episode best and worst track of the week all good it is uh the latest album by rod wave soulfly it's gonna be episode 53 uh dropped it a few days ago um if you're interested on my thoughts on that album go ahead and check out that album review uh i thought it was a pretty decent album overall Uh, a lot of uh, nice lovely rb tracks on there but uh yeah there's also the last week's episode of best worst track of the week that was essentially a rod wave album bomb uh if you didn't listen to it it was very rod wave centric so if you don't tune in i don't blame you but uh I kind of did a concise review of that album, along with some other uh, artists. Like, uh, you know, there's some Lil Nas X. I, got, I covered Montero on there. Um, yeah, really, I mean, the worst track of the week is from Coil the Ray and Pusha T. Uh, the best track was from Rod Wave. Really dug the Rod Wave track. Uh, still don't understand what the appeal of Coil the Ray is. And that worst track of the week that it got is kind of just a testament to that. So quick note, uh, I'm changing up the format of this show. Uh, you, if you're listening on like the regular streaming side, like on Spotify or Overcast or Anchor or whatever you listen on, it's probably going to sound just about the same, but I'm testing out a shorter format on YouTube. So um, yeah, maybe some changes to come to Best Worst Track of the Week. I just feel like the interest is, you know dying down and i can't really control what comes on week to week especially with how i format the show so i get really some weeks are going to be that great but i'm just going to throw it on as a condensed version on youtube and see uh if there's any change really it's just to mix things up but uh yeah maybe eventually a shorter version of best more track of the week will be on uh more of like the podcast side but not a big deal just want to let everyone know, and uh, yeah, let's get into some highlights. Uh, this week, uh, Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic at number one. That, that lovely collaboration by Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars. Really dig the track. Nice that it's getting some uh, much-deserved uh, recognition. Uh, Montero by Little Nas X, down to number two. I'm actually kind of surprised that that was dethroned, but um, hey, uh, Leave the Door Open is some quality, so... Nice to see it. Not to say Montero isn't uh, good either, but um, we'll see how the momentum sticks around for Lil Nas X. I know the Old Town Road thing was like an anomaly, but I'm really interested in, in how his career progresses and you know what ends up ultimately happening to attract the Montero. Peaches by Justin Bieber featuring uh, Gibeon and Daniel Caesar. 
Down to number three. Honestly, I'm kind of surprised that's holding on as much as it is. I know it's kind of like a feel-good, like, summer type of vibe. It may go back up, I'm thinking, but uh, I don't know. I feel like it has some stark competition with uh, Up by Cardi B at number four right now. And uh, Olivia Rodrigo's uh, driver's license still kind of breathing down the neck of everything. Uh, we'll see. Um, can't complain, really, what's on the top eight. A new uh, song debuting at number eight this week. You'll hear about that in a little bit. And also Astronaut in the Ocean uh, by Mast Wolf at number ten. Honestly, when I first heard that track, I really didn't see this coming. This kind of surprised me. I know I've been following certain people that have been calling that this is going to go up. Um, and it did. It went up quite high. Don't know if it has the momentum to take it up you know, into like the top four or five, but we'll see. Honestly, I've heard a lot worse hip-hop um, in the past like month or two. Uh, I can't complain that Mass Wolf made it that high. Uh, Mood by 24K Golden, Ian Dior, down to number 13. Um, first time out of the top 10 in a while. So, uh, yeah, uh, kind of, I, I'm not surprised this is dying, but I'm kind of more interested now to see how fast it dies out. Uh, starting over by Chris Stapleton at 26. Uh, I thought this track was on its way out. I think maybe, I thought that was maybe bound to happen by this point or you know, at least in around the lower quarter. It's kind of shot up this week. I'm surprised what's keeping the momentum alive. We'll see. Without You by Kid Leroy up to 30. Honestly, I don't see the appeal of, like, especially this Kid Leroy track. I don't think most Kid Leroy tracks are good, but this one specifically, don't know how it's, like, steadily climbing. It's a slow climb, but it's doing it. Uh, we'll see. Heat waves by Glass Animals up to 44. Honestly, I've been saying it for like the past month or month and a half. This track has like that slow climber momentum. It might die out uh, around here or it might peak like around like the top quarter. But uh, yeah, kind of surprised to see this is doing its thing. I reviewed that track like months ago in the summer when uh, when the Dreamland review came out, and I called that this was a hit, and it's kind of happening. Uh, Goosebumps by Travis Scott, HVME remix, after 47. Thought this track should have been dead in the water by now. Maybe like there's some summer uh, hype kind of simmering underneath it. I think the track's painfully mediocre, especially for an EDM remix. I, I think maybe the name values, what's holding it up. The Business by Tiesto, uh, an actual good electronic uh, dance hit, uh, is going up to 74. I thought this was kind of on its way out too, but it seems like it has some life left in it. Uh, you Got It by Vito, this weird R&B track I've covered months ago, uh, kind of re-entered um, after being out like a month ago, and it's just been kind of hanging around. It went up to 87 this week. I don't know what's going on with that, but it has some life left to it. Who's listening to this track? I'd like to know. Um, and then some other highlights, Dynamite by BTS dropped out. Kind of makes sense considering they have a new track this week coming in. Uh, and then most of the Rod Wave album bum dropped out. I, I'm kind of surprised that most of the tracks that made it in last week from the album bum dropped out. I thought maybe a few more would hang in. But it looks like just the two main singles are pretty much what's left. So, uh, you know, can't blame anyone for not, like, streaming the fuck out of the album for the second week. But, um... We'll see if some of the tracks re-enter. Rod Wave kind of has some name value. I remember Rags to Riches hung around forever. So we'll see, but those are just some highlights this week. 
Alright, so first track up is from Duncan Lawrence with Arcade at 100. Uh, first time I've ever hearing of this artist. Uh, he's from Europe. He won this contest called Eurovision. Um, I guess that's, you know, a pretty nice accomplishment. This track was the track he won the contest with. So, uh, it, but overall, the track is pretty melodramatic. And the more and more it progresses, the utilization of falsetto all throughout the track. Although I don't really fuck with the snap track substituted in for percussion, uh, all of that chain smoker bullshit. Uh, some pretty cheesy arcade references all throughout. Granted, I don't think English is his first language. But yeah, this track is kind of old uh, from around 2019. Um, and it's kind of just been hanging around uh, trying to pop into the Billboard Hot 100, apparently, uh, because it's been big pretty much all over the world, I guess. Uh, there is a big climatic moment aided by some dramatic percussive elements finally coming in uh, a bit over the top at the end of the track. But it's kind of just very Imagine Dragons levels of being forced. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. The track was just a little inconsistent. Um, and... Uh, not too pleasing at times, I give it a C. So yeah, next track, Mr. Perfectly Fine, Taylor Swift's version at 90 uh, by Taylor Swift. This is uh, another single coming off of that uh, Taylor's version, Fearless album that came out not too long ago. Uh, there's a clear and bright charm to this track. Uh, some lightly balanced acoustic guitar textures just under the synths and the vocals uh, that give the track a nice layered quality to it to where everything just sounds so clear, nothing is too buried or anything. And what I like about this track, it just keeps the same energy and youthfulness to Taylor's earlier work that she has kind of lost as she's moved to more standard pop production and pop aesthetics. Uh, it's a pretty organic song overall, nicely done, I gave it a B plus. Next track, Film Out by BTS at 81. Um, can't say this is one of the better tracks or even at, above average or average tracks I've heard from BTS. This is very uh, a very interesting uh, song for them. It's very piano-centric. It's a bit mellowed out. And immediately are greeted with this buttery, smooth vocal tone uh, from most of them when they come in in the group. Uh, that gives the track like a lush and husky texture, especially when they all harmonize together. Uh, but I will say like the way it's structured and how the song's composed, there's this weird uh, brief rap verse uh, that's interesting. But I'm not exactly sure why it's even thrown in the song though. Uh, it doesn't really make much sense in the grand context of this track. And the drum production just sounds a bit too thin overall as the track later develops towards the climax at the end. And that kind of just cheapens the effect it was going for. Uh, the buildup doesn't really have much payoff. So I was very mad on this track to give it a B-. Next track is For the Gang by 42 Doug and Roddy Rich at 67. Uh, first time ever covering this artist 42 Doug. Seems like every other week that's the case on Best and Worst Track of the Week. Uh, but yeah, we just always go with it. Um, uh, he sounds like City Girls. Uh, his to his delivery, his flow, it just sounds like them. Uh, on this track, the sub bass is pretty damn overbearing at times. And not to say that can't be done, but on this track, it really doesn't work because the sample that they're using uh, is the only interesting part. It's from like an old Scorpions track, and it's just muffled. They could have uh, brought that out a much more, uh, since that's literally the only thing making the instrumental interesting, except they choose to overblow the mix with some deep sub bass. 
Um, but Roddy does make the track admittedly much better, but um, it's kind of like polishing a turd. It really doesn't work out. So uh, yeah, I gave this track a C. Next track, Dancing with the Devil by David Lovato at 56. This is one of two tracks that made it off her latest album. Um, and this is, you'll see later, this is the one of the weaker ones, uh, the weaker of the two. The track aims to have like this smoky and sultry nature. I could have done without the weak sounding percussive elements used in like this pre-chorus chorus thing that the track kind of builds up to. The track really could have gone for more of like an organic nature. Uh, that would have overall fit in a lot nicer because it's almost like there's a hint of like some loungy like Amy Winehouse like character that's buried in there somewhere but they kind of just go in the opposite direction uh and overall this, this track is just a bit confusing it kind of sounds like it was written for like a James Bond movie but it didn't get picked kind of like what happened to the Arctic Monkeys a few years ago when they released a song for exactly a James Bond movie and I think they ended up picking Adele uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this was one of the nominations, but uh, I think they gave it to, like, Billie Eilish or something. Um, but, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I was just very uh, mad on the song. I thought it could have been a lot better. i give it a B. Next track, Deja Vu by Olivia Rodrigo. Coming in at number eight, it hit the top ten this week. Uh, it's her second single. Um, honestly, I dig it more than Driver's License. Um I like the sparkly backdrop of the electronic elements uh, that accompany the opening vocals. It gives the track kind of like this simmering color or this shimmering color. Uh, and then like this when you're going to tell her sudden falsetto vocal line. It's very totally Lord inspired. This track has a lot of similarities to Lord. I admittedly like the messy lo-fi trash can drum track that comes in like the second verse. It gives the track like this rough nature and it makes it a bit raw. And yeah, I just dig it overall uh, more to driver's license stylistically. Also, it's just more energetic. It's executed with more angst. It's more concise and to the point as well. So yeah, and nice improvement. Overall, it's just more interesting sonically too. So yeah, give B plus to Deja Vu. All right, guys. So it's time for Worst Track of the Week. Uh, we always start with Worst Track. So we ended up on a positive note. Uh, this week's works track was pretty easy to pick, honestly. Uh, it's rounded up by Lil TJ featuring Offset and Moneybag Yo. Um, yeah, if, this track for one, it's just unoriginal. It's like they took Little Dirt's aesthetic and just ran with it and didn't do anything to change it up or make make it a little unique to Lil TJ. And Lil TJ even sounds like he's even trying to tr rap like Lil Dirk here. Uh, at least he doesn't sound prepubescent on this track like he usually does uh, on other ones. Uh, the run it out refrain is quite lazy um, and uninspiring. Lil TJ just slurs his delivery too at times. Um, Moneybag Yo sounds pretty convincingly like the best rapper on this track. And there's no way in hell that's a good thing. Um, Offset sounds like he's a washed up Migo, which is pretty much the case. Uh, never been a huge <clears throat> Migos fan in general, but I feel like most Migos tracks could be a lot better than this, and Offset does nothing to improve the track. So yeah, the track is just pretty uninspired and drab. I give it worst track of the week. Alright, so this week's best track of the week. Honestly, it surprised the hell out of me uh, just looking through the artists that I was covering, uh, that I was covering this week with uh, this being by Demi Lovato featuring Ariana Grande with Metam Last Night. Not that I have anything against um, Ariana Grande or Debbie Lovato uh, to an extent, but yeah, they're 
what I'm trying to say is like they're they're fine artists, they're fine vocalists. Um, but this track really was just a cut above of what like most of like their I guess what you'd expect on average for them to put out. Uh, first of all, the track does start with like this fuzzy synth ostinato at first that didn't sit too well with me. It felt like a little eighties pandering. But damn, is it utilized nicely the more it comes in and out of this track. Um, there's a lovely pre-chorus section that lines up Ariana's and Demi's vocal harmonizations. It just, it's just so lovely when those line up. Especially on that moment as well, there's a nice sub-bass giving a strong foundation as they're creating tension. And, and everything is just spaced out enough to like really have an effect. Also, there's this accompanying eerie synth that's thrown on as well that really colors the song quite nicely. Uh, there's some swift vocal runs that are thrown on that are pretty good as well. The falsetto runs at the end of like these particular lines towards the end of the track uh, by, I think, Ariana Grande. It could have been Demi, but uh, yeah, they're just executed so nicely, and it's, they're tastefully put on the track as well, and they killed it together. Like I, I thought this track was almost perfect. Uh, quite surprised I enjoyed something by them two together as much as I did. But yeah, that's best track of the week. Uh, Met him last night uh, by Ariana Grande and Demi Lovato. So yeah, uh, that's pretty much this week's episode. If you stuck into the end of this uh, episode, thanks for listening. Uh, leave a like and subscribe if you're on YouTube and you dug what you heard. If not, leave some feedback good or bad really if you're listening on streaming service subscribe on that respective uh, streaming service but anyways i'll see you guys later uh, take care of yourselves